Welcome to Chatting with Chemeketa, the show where we talk about everything related to college. Whether you're someone considering coming to Chemeketa, a current student, an alum, a member of the community, or part of our local business and industry, we've got you covered. I'm Jessica Howard, Chemeketa's president. And I'm Les Wilgus. I don't know about you, but I am always looking for local entertainment and I'm really happy to report that Chemeketa is not just a place to go for a college education. There are actually a lot of cool shows happening there that are open to the public. You are so right, Les. We've talked before about our special summer events at Areola Center in West Salem and also our theater here on the Salem campus, but we have plenty more programs planned for this academic year. And joining us now to tell us all about this fabulous new lineup is our very own music director and faculty member extraordinaire, Carrie Burtis. Welcome to the show, Carrie. Uh, thank you, Jessica. Thank you, Les. Carrie, before uh, we jump into the show schedule, I'm wondering if you can tell us a little bit about the music program at Schmeckera and what your role is. Sure. Uh, I was a teacher in the Salem-Kaiser schools starting in 2004, and my students would often come to me and say, there's nothing at Schmeckera for us. We go there to study things, but we can't sing in the choir, play in the band. And so I um, started many years ago um, trying to get something to happen here, and Fell on deaf ears for quite a while, but then finally some people realized, yes, this is something we need to offer. And so they brought me on part-time in uh, 2014, and for a couple of years we built like crazy. And they realized that, yes, if you can build it, they will come. And so they said, well, come on board full-time. So I've been here eight years now building and continuing to grow the music program. It's really wonderful that this has happened because Salem-Kaiser is known throughout the state for its music programs at the high school level. And so to have that kind of an incredible pathway, nurturing and building of talent and not have something locally available to the students seemed like a gap. And so the college stepped in and Carrie was absolutely amazing because he's got those relationships with our biggest local school district partner. Yeah, I think that's been really important, having taught in the school district for a number of years at that point. At North Sam High School, we used to host all of the all-city district events, and so I really got to know all of the music teachers uh, directly and then about their programs. So it was a natural when I came here. I was able to reach out. They were friends and colleagues, and that was uh, pretty pretty instrumental in uh, building the program is having those so connections. To so to speak, instrumental. You know, <laughs> can you tell us about the actual performance opportunities that exist, you know, in terms of our music program here? Sure. Besides having a full two-year comprehensive music program where students can come here for two years and then transfer smoothly to a four-year school and uh, continue their studies in music, um, we have, as part of that two-year program, we have choirs. We have a beginning choir, an advanced choir. We have a concert band, We just, which has come back because COVID kind of shot down everything except the choirs barely survived um, but now the choirs are back strong the uh, band is back and we're up to 40 some members we've also brought the jazz ensemble back hmm. and we've even started the jazz ensemble or um, the mariachi ensemble that we uh, are just starting this winter term a mariachi ensemble yep it's, How many are in this ensemble? Well, it's just it's on the books now for for winter term. So okay. now we're just in the get the word out stage. But it'll be mariachi, banda, um, music of of you know we're a Hispanic serving institution, and and Tejano, we've not been Norteño. Oh, all of it, yeah, yeah. And it's 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 really exciting because if if one is interested in pursuing, for instance, a music education degree towards becoming a music teacher, you need to have the you know, sort of a performance focus in your own development. 
And that can take any number of forms. And so having those additional types of music opens up opportunities for more people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I speak like I know what I'm talking about. I was going to say, uh, I was going to try and see if I could work this in somehow, but, you know, I thought maybe I'll just let it be. I think but... you do know what you're talking about. Well, I did. You did, and you do. Okay. Thank you, Carrie. Sometimes, sometimes she actually does the mid-show entertainment, too. I do you know? does, she, does she sing? I absolutely or? do not, Les Wilgus. <laughs> but I did have the incredible, enjoyable opportunity of being in the role Carrie is in for us here at another community college in another state. So oh. it's, the work he does is just incredibly enjoyable for me to see, for sure. And she gets it. Yeah, when I first came, Carrie brought me up on stage at, a, at an event. I, I hadn't even started yet. No. And you asked, you asked me a couple of questions. Yeah, yeah, put you on the spot. We, it, was a, mm-hmm. it was a concert, and um, former president Julie Huckstein was there, and then we brought you up so we could see the, the bridge between two wonderful um, presidents and introduce Jessica to the, to the college. And he said, what did what you get your bachelor's in? What did I say, Carrie? <laughs> What'd you get your bachelor's in, Jessica? Music theory. How about your master's? Music theory. <laughs> wow. How about your doctorate? Performance studies. See? So yeah. it, it was kind of one it's of those my moments. kind of college president. Well, and I have to say, you know, these are things that you don't normally see in right. upper administration because most folks are out there actually performing. So that probably tells you a little something about my performance skills. However, <laughs> back to you, Carrie. Yes. Um, tell us about some of these amazing concerts we've got coming up this year. So one of uh, my one of my goals has always been outreach to the community, and we started a concert series called the Acclaimed Artist Series back in 2018, and uh, it was very successful. We ran it the second year from 1919 uh, to 2020. I was going to say 1920. <laughs> yeah, that's a long that's time. A long it's been time, it's been Gary, we're really celebrating our hundredth. Yeah, stop it. Um, and so um, <laughs> we um, got cut short. Our final concert was not able to happen in uh, 2020, mm-hmm. and so um, because of COVID. And so we just this year have brought not only the acclaimed artist series back with not four but five concerts, but we've also started a concert series called the Night of a Thousand Lights. And um, we're really excited. The, um, we have the Vienna Boys Choir coming in a couple weeks as to, to open the Acclaimed Artist Series. Can you believe that? The Vienna Boys yeah, Choir. Yeah, coming here. And then That's a room full of teeth. That's a very cutting-edge modern group <laughs> that uh, Jessica is going to be uh, introducing at that concert. She'll be introducing and talking about the group. Um, we also have the Boston Brass. Um, oh, uh, the Boston Brass. Stop. We, we have a Ukrainian band uh, from Kiev called Daka really? Brava, and I've been trying to get them here for a number of years, and they're I've just an incredible, things. powerful What kind of music group. do they play? Well, they play lots traditional of or traditional, or oh yeah, and their traditional outfits and, and so on. You can, you can actually go to schmeckataconcerts.weebly.com, and you can see pictures and descriptions of all of the concerts, and there's even some videos. There's a video of um, the Vienna Boys Choir, and there's also a video of the uh, Ukrainian group, Daka Brava. Now, I, I don't know... I don't know anything about the Vienna Boys Choir. Personally, it's not my thing, you know. But, but you I, know there's that, some Les. people I do know that are really interested. How is it, you know, when I picture I keep thinking that it's a choir of like, I don't know, 200 boys, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's Correct. not. Is, it a, well, is there a different traveling group? Do you right. know anything about this? Yeah, the, so organizations like this have a, a number of um, people involved, a number of, number of singers. They probably, I don't know the exact number, but typically we'll have two or 250 um, members in the Vienna Boy Choir organization. 
and then they have touring groups that go out. So this is one of the touring groups, okay. and this is the flagship touring group. This is the Vienna Boys ah, Choir. So the, wow. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they'll have you know a Vienna Boys Choir like organization, the, like the B team, B out team, there. But, but we don't. At Chemeketa, we're all about the A team. <laughs> it's all A team. It's all A team. <laughs> yes, you know this yep. now. Yep. So it's gonna be it's gonna be very exciting. Do you have any sense of what the programs are? For these, you know, like the actual songs. The actual that are songs, be songs. We haven't gotten programs yet. We don't typically get those okay. till a week or two out. So we'll, okay. we should be getting those um, very soon. But um, they're guaranteed. I mean, tickets are selling like crazy for these concerts and season passes. And if you want to be a sponsor, I mean, we've got people wow. that have stepped up to sponsor the uh, concert series. Some that have stepped yeah. up to sponsor an individual concert. Oh, wow. And uh, we really appreciate that. Um, we sell all of our tickets. We're excited this year. We're, we're partnering with Eventbrite. And so through Eventbrite, you can search on Eventbrite and Schmeckett Community College, and you'll see all the concerts and the ticket prices are all there. Um, the best thing is to get tickets in advance because at the door, they're a little steeper. And um, I, I just encourage people to, again, go to... Any handling charges on the... You know, Eventbrite does have a little handling oh, charge. Oh, yeah, Eventbrite, yeah. sure. But, mm-hmm. but you save money by getting a ticket in advance. Yeah. Um, and the, the ticket prices vary between two the two concert series, so I don't want to overwhelm you with all the numbers. Well, but I do know that getting yeah. them early on, online is best. Well, and Carrie, how many people fit into the auditorium? This is not a massive auditorium. No, it's a, so that's this a is really a, good question. It's a fairly intimate space. It is very intimate. Yeah. It's about 440 seats. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so about not a bad 100 seat seats upstairs in the balcony, and then there's another 340 downstairs. There's no, mm-hmm. There truly is not a bad seat in the house, and it's a wonderful acoustics and uh, the night of a thousand lights, they hang more than a thousand lights and candles. It's very, very magical. Um, for the acclaimed artist series, it's just the power of the performances and the music. It's a, it's a great venue. And, you know, sometimes if you don't have a venue that's up to the task, uh, it can really affect the performance. But um, have you ever been into our auditorium? Building six. I've peaked in there once. Oh, yeah, on this campus? A, that's about it. Yes. You've yeah. got to come and sit in there oh, for yeah, a sure. concert. You've got to enjoy that. I was that. never invited to come sit in well, there. Well, now consider yourself invited. Now, consider Carrie, yourself invited. <laughs> yeah, okay. So going this Chemeketaconcerts.weebly, W-E-E-B-L-Y.com. Yep. That's where you go. But if, if I can't remember that and I just go to Chemeketa, and if I like search for concerts, do we think yeah. that that's going to work? Um, it's a lot of drilling down. Okay. I wish it were less. I wish okay. we could get that right up front on the main page somewhere. Okay. But certainly there's that ChemeketaConcerts.weebly.com. Yeah. And they can go to Chemeketa Music. Oh, excellent. Um, of and course. That, but again, the, the, this, the Weebly.com takes you right to the concert series. And okay. these other ways, they're mm-hmm. there, but you have to really dig around for them. Well, and um, unless uh, I recall pre-pandemic, there was... This concert series was going strong, incredibly, you know, high profile performers, just like the ones that Carrie mm-hmm. has indicated we're getting this year, different, different ones. Right. And I came to one of those. And first of all, the place was packed. And it was lots and lots of those students we started with talking about today, high school students from Salem-Kaiser who's, who were in choirs mm-hmm. and who were, had come in mass, you know, all together with their directors and stuff because they all knew who the performers were. And that they was knew, the Vulture State concert. That is exactly right. And yep. it, it was mm-hmm. so unbelievable because to have that quality, 
with in that kind of a small venue here in Salem. Yeah. I mean, it's just the kind of thing that you'd you would find swamped in a Portland large auditorium, and it's right here. Right so here. It's incredible. No gas prices. No. Yep. No. No. Free, it's free parking. <laughs> so, but but so what I would say is, mm. you know, these acts are extremely famous acts. So don't hesitate. Get your tickets. Come and yeah. have an incredible. Life. We ended the first year with Chanticleer, um, and also in the season that Jessica was talking about, we had besides Vultures, we had Lady Smith, Black Bombazo, oh, yeah, the group who, from who South Africa, with Paul Simon, Paul back Simon, in the yeah. 80, do you remember that? Paul Simon, yes, okay. I remember. Okay, he's still alive, you know. Well, I so know. We can, I'm just saying, you know, but I mean, I saw him. I saw Lady Smith, Black Bombazo mm-hmm. in Birmingham on the Paul Simon tour in like 87. I was wow. two. But I would say <laughs> that, but I mean, that's, but, but again, this is a huge high yeah. caliber act. And was that a pretty sold out performance? Oh yeah, that was sold out. Ladies, both of what's just eight, ladies Smith were sold out. And uh, we expect the Vienna Boys Choir to sell out. Um, Can I ask you this? Okay, so how, how does it work? Do you, do you figure, okay, we want to have 12 shows this year and then you pursue who you'd like to have, like a variety, or do they come to you at all? Or K- does anybody... Carrie knows them all personally, actually. I'm kidding. I, I, I actually have relationships with all of the artist managers that I've dealt with, Manager. and okay. I do know a lot of them personally. Look at that. And so I have been, like, Daca Bravo, which is coming this year. Um, I've been trying to get that for three or four years. Um, I've been trying to get uh, the Boston Brass to come back, and so they're coming back. Yes. So it's just a matter of building relationships over the years and building a, a high-caliber um, performance opportunity for those people and for our community. So I'm, I know that we could talk about this all day, Carrie. It's so exciting what you and our music department have been able to bring to our city and our area in terms of these performances, but, but it all links back to our own music programs and the opportunities for students. So I just want to thank you for the incredible work you've done and what it means to bring the community on site and have music and not music just for today, but music into the future with our education programs. So for all of you listeners, if you have any questions about what we've just covered or comments about today's show, please write to us at chatter at chemeketa.edu and we'll answer your questions through email or on an upcoming show. Thanks again, Carrie. Thanks, Jessica. Thank you, Les. It's time for a quick mid-show break without entertainment, but we'll be talking about all the things Chemeketa does to keep students, employees, and the community safe. Stay tuned. Hey, new and prospective students, Chemeketa has exciting news. You may qualify for scholarships that may pay all or some of your tuition and fees for the new school year if you are in one of our human services or behavioral health programs. Scholarship selection focuses on students who are dedicated to providing inclusive care to our communities and who can bring fresh perspectives and better cultural understanding. Preference is given to students with high financial need including DACA and international students, first-generation students, bilingual students, and you must respond to at least one short answer question on the scholarship application. Even if you don't think you meet these specific criteria, submit an application. You might be surprised. And the best news? You don't need a perfect GPA to qualify. For more information, visit go.chmeketa.edu slash scholarships or call 503-365-4747. Welcome back to Chatting with Chemeketa. 
I'm very pleased to introduce our next guest. He's our Executive Dean of Career and Technical Education, and he also oversees campus safety. Welcome, Marshall Roach. Hello. Thank you for having me. Uh, I appreciate the uh, invitation. Hi, uh, hey, Marshall. Uh, I often like to ask our guests a little about their background, and I understand you started out in law enforcement I before did. coming to Schmeckera. A lifetime ago, yes, I did, Les. Uh, what um, did you do? So I was a police officer, and then I became a detective, and then uh, had a couple other roles. I became a uh, training corporal at uh, the police academy, and uh, well, a police officer in um, where? Where were you? I was at the city of McMinnville. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Now you do. Now you do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> keeping keeping the streets of McMinnville safe, which is in our service area, yes, it so is. it's kind of nice. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So then what happened? Then you went to the police academy? Yeah, so I was working at the police academy, and um, they were starting a new law enforcement program here at the college. And so I was brought in to do the defensive tactics part of that program. And within a year, they decided to make it a full-time position. So I came on as a full-time faculty member in 2012. And so I was out at the Brooks Center. And where is the Brooks Center, Marshall? Brooks Center is just north of us, two exits, uh, between Brooks and Woodburn. Have you ever oh. been to the Brooks I'm Center? I'm sorry, between Salem and Woodburn. Yeah, yeah. Have you been to the Brooks Center? I've passed a sign that said Brooks, and you that's need about to, it. You need to check it out, because it's yeah. our emergency services programs, plus our diesel technology program. That's it correct. is absolutely incredible, and there's a... Marion County Fire is on site as well, so we're sort of sharing some facilities yeah. there. It It, it is... It's yeah. pretty. It's pretty exciting to be there. It's yeah, it's pretty. Training. A lot, a lot of good partnerships there. So our paramedic, EMT programs, our fire program, our criminal justice, and our diesel programs are all located on that campus. Yeah. So you started there. I did. Yes. And then what happened? So that <laughs> what happened. Then he got in trouble. <laughs> yeah. So uh, a few years later, three years later, actually, uh, I became the dean of that campus. And or that center, I should say, and then uh, in twenty that was in twenty fifteen, I believe, and then recently, what three years ago, I mm -hmm. think, uh, became uh, the executive dean of uh, career technical education during COVID, actually. Executive dean of what was that again? You said of fashion. career and technical education. Career and so technical I, education. So I basically have a majority of our CTE programs, our career technical education programs. Plus, I have public safety, and then I'm also over the Woodburn and the Brooks centers. How, is, how does that tie in with the law enforcement program, or does or is it two separate? It does. Things, yeah, or? that that is a one of our programs. Okay. In fact, I believe we offer about 93 different degrees in our career technical education program, and law enforcement is one of those programs. And and it's it provides you know law, the law enforcement program is you know provides the education for police like throughout the state, right? I mean, uh, or how does that work? So basically the yeah. students, uh, we have three tracks that students can take. They can either go corrections, law enforcement, or our general criminal justice degree. And t we, we, I mean, you can transfer with any of those degrees, but we typically say that the, the criminal justice degree is the degree for students that want to continue their education beyond our walls and get their four-year degree. And then the law enforcement and the corrections degrees are designed directly for, for workforce entry immediately. Sure. So most of those students are looking to start their jobs right away, either as police officers or as correctional officers. So Marshall, 
that is obviously part of one of our programs yes. for students. But you also are supervising our own public safety department, yes, which ma'am. is you know, part of our staff, right? Correct. So um, that's that's yeah. separate from the academic side of the house. Mm-hmm. Those are the folks that actually keep Chemeketa safe, and they're the ones that are on patrol. So all of our public safety officers, uh, we have, uh, well, f- we should have 14 of them. We're actually hiring. <laughs> so we have four uh, openings right now. So if anybody's interested out there, we are accepting applications right now for new officer positions. What are, th- what are the requirements? Or what should you not have on your record? <laughs> uh, probably you shouldn't have a criminal record. That's a good start. That's a good start. Yeah. So they're entry-level positions, and so mm-hmm. we obviously um, I want people that are interested in uh, criminal justice or law do enforcement. Do they need any kind of um, education? They, or, um, they do not, but okay. um, we obviously, uh, if somebody does have that background, it, they will fare better in a hiring process. Sure. But uh, the big thing that we're looking for is is people that have uh, clean records that don't have any kind of uh, criminal history. We do some of our own, kind of train our own folks in terms of what we expect. Isn't there a little bit of that? Yes, ma'am, we do. We try to hire students uh, from our program that are interested in, in staying at Chemeketa. But we also have a full range of training that we offer for our officers and our students. And in fact, uh, we talked about Brooks earlier. Our officers actually do all their training out at Brooks. So they get to mingle with our students when they're out there training. So. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's very nice. Good, good partnership. So we have seven locations. We and we have um, a, a robust public safety department. We do. So do we have folks that drive from yeah. location to location? How does that work? So we have 24-hour coverage. Uh, so we have officers are always, somebody's always here to, to uh, help students or help uh, any, any staff that, that need anything. But we have... Uh, an officer that we we call it the run and basically every day we have an officer that visits all of our outreach centers and so that officer's job is to basically make sure that each of our campuses are are being attended to and are safe so if you're a parent and you uh, your child is going off to college for the very first time and it could be one of those nail-biting moments where um, you kind of wonder um, you know, how safe are they going to be when they end up in this new environment with yeah. lots and lots of people? Um, so I think it's, you know, what what would you say to that parent? Yeah, so, I mean, Chemeketa, we're an extremely safe school. Um, again, we have officers on duty 24 hours, and so that's really a, a benefit for, for our students and our staff. But you can actually look on our website. We publish all of our crime reports under the Cleary Act report, and that's on our Chemeketa website. And, in fact, we just finished for this uh, last or past year reporting. So the information that's on the website is uh, accurate as of a month ago. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. And so... What about, can you tell us what the number one issue is that our officers deal with? <laughs> or, yeah. This so, just, sounds or like a setup. This sounds like so a setup. So they deal with everything. And so anything uh, safety related uh, falls under our campus uh, safety officers. So um, the number one thing that we deal with, unfortunately, is um, um, the houseless population that we have on mm-hmm. campus. And so... One of the the things that the officers uh, try to do is to, number one, keep our students safe so that the educational environment is is meeting the needs of what our students expect, but then also helping those folks uh, with uh, resources um, 
outside of our campus to help them uh, um, get connected and, and plugged into re- to, uh, resources that the community offers. We also have a really strong relationship with Marion County Sheriff, and they have a substation here. Uh, the east, east Side Precinct is uh, they have an office in our public safety building, Building 38. So um, that's a great relationship we have with Marion County as well. So. It's kind of like safety is our middle name, except it's actually community. It's actually community, yeah. yeah. But it could be safety because it's, it's yeah. a safe community. But we, like I said, the officers, they deal with everything. I mean, we've we've gone as far as uh, we responded to a couple months ago. We had somebody uh, report that there was a deer on campus. Oh, really? And so um, the officers went out and they confirmed that, yes, there was indeed a deer. Not much, <laughs> we're, not much we're going to do about it, but, <laughs> but there was a Versus deer on campus. Versus Bigfoot. Have you ever had Bigfoot encounters? No. We've never had a Bigfoot encounter people. on campus. But, but not, you know, none that's been recorded. Yes, yeah, it's, yeah. that we know of. Mm-hmm. They, they don't like cameras. There are there are stories about um, um, some of the uh, chupacabra that we do have on oh, campus. Oh, yes. So they're, they're, they're all, oh, all yeah. the time. Yeah. They're wicked. They're, oh, yeah, they're yeah. just, you know. Now, if Marie... Did you know, did you know Les, Okay, go ahead. Did you know yeah. that... <laughs> Come on, give me your best chupacabra question you got. <laughs> I don't know if I should tell this story or not. Oh, uh, do it. Yeah, let's I, do I, it. I, I had I convinced my students that there was uh, that chupacabras were actually real when I was okay. at books. Okay. <laughs> <Cut> that. <laughs> no, that's fine. Forget the chupacabra. <laughs> now, if Marie happened to uh, lock her keys in a car, yes. would you be able to help, help her out with that? Did Did you do that? Apparently not. She's not a microphone, but she's 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 she, shaking her head. She's shaking but, her head, no, but, but one, laughing. But yeah, it, so, it, she seems guilty. To yeah, me, so. I think so. So we don't unlock cars. We have, <laughs> but we can call somebody to do that for you. And the reason for that is because um, there's special tools required to unlock sure. cars, so we don't damage the electronics in the panel. But we could call somebody to help you uh, with that. Yes. Now, are there cameras everywhere, basically? So then, I mean, if there you are, have, like, yeah. say, an issue of a car break-in, yep. something like that? So we have cameras uh, at various locations all throughout our campus, and, and actually all of our centers have cameras. Um, and then we also have uh, phones that people can use um, outside that go directly to public safety. So if there's an issue in the parking lot, they can get help. Oh, just like a... And then, yes, then we have a dispatch center. So we have three dispatchers that work for us full-time, and they are monitoring the cameras uh, pretty much at all times. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So 14... So 14 on your staff? 14 on the staff of officers. Everywhere? So that's all the locations? So No, so we right. so right now we have um, officers at the Salem campus and the YVC campus, and then we have security services at uh, okay. CCBI downtown. Okay. Yeah. And then the other centers are visited uh, by the, the round, as we call it, when they make their, their rounds. It always seems, I mean, every time I came by here, it always seems very safe, you know, and that's really all you want. It's for things to be normal. Yep. So, you know. well, we have a strong presence, and our officers are out and about uh, mm-hmm. frequently. And so, um, yeah. You probably don't have to tackle too many people, right? No. Okay. <laughs> well, and you know, it's, Marshall, how would you characterize the difference between being a public safety officer at a community college like Chemeketa from being a police you know, uh, you know, sure. a police officer. Yeah, so I, I would say, you know, in police officers, you were really enforcing the community laws and, and regulations, whereas the public safety officers are really focused on the educational environment, making sure that our, our students and our staff are uh, safe and they're able to uh, come to Chemeketa and learn, which is what, you know, they're here for. So Yeah, and our, so our public safety officers, like all of our employees, are part of our community. 
And I, I it, you really feel that when you encounter them or when you, you see them because they're, you know, they're waving at you and they're talking right. to you and they know your name. And, um, you know, they're, they're also a diverse group of people. So, you know, they mirror our, our student population in our community. And so, and all of that is by design. And That's so I, I just think, um, I think we have an incredible public safety department. And uh, and I, they are the 2023 trivia champions as well. They they beat trivia all. Champions. They beat all of the and academics what, what, at the college. Uh, what is this trivia championship? Uh, what is this? Okay, so Marcia. for our for yeah. our back to school night or employee appreciation night, we have a trivia competition oh, at, okay. uh, up at Eola, and our public safety. Oh yeah, and our public. So you're drinking officers. wine and uh, and. Yep. Trying to come up with answers. Well, I wasn't drinking wine, but uh, <laughs> they came up with answers, and they they actually they won. So they oh, won, nice. and their trophy, which has a pink car mm-hmm. on the top for some unknown reason, the trophy is on display in the public safety um, yes, it is. office. Oh, nice! Yeah. So they're definitely a part of the zany um, fun world as well as <laughs> taking their job really seriously. Absolutely. So, well, I I really appreciate um, what you do, Marshall. I appreciate our officers. Uh, I appreciate how much all of you take very seriously what it means to feel safe and how what an important ingredient that is in student success. So, Marshall, thank you so much for stopping by the show. Thank you for having me. And again, I just want to repeat, we are hiring. So if you're interested in making a career out of public safety, uh, look on our website, Chemeketa, and we uh, the applications are open right now. Yeah, good. Fantastic. And mm-hmm. for our listeners, if you want to know more about what you've just heard, be sure to email us at chatter at chemeketa.edu. You can also send us comments about the show or suggestions for future topics. Again, that email is chatter at chemeketa.edu. And it is time once again to say goodbye, but we'll be back with new topics and information soon. So tune in again next time. Same chat time, same chat channel for Chatting with Chemeketa. I'm Les Wilgus. And I'm Jessica Howard. Bye. Bye.